Welcome to the Haunting in Connecticut podcast. Um, this is to wrap up our haunted week for uh, October. We'll be doing a differently themed week every week in October to celebrate the spook month that October is. And next week is serial killers. Yeah, we're going to do some serial killers. We've got a we've got a lot of good ones planned for you guys. Um, I want to say before we get started, if you've checked out our other haunted podcast, we're not here to discredit any kind of paranormal investigators or discredit anybody who's had these experiences. However, it's best to explore all options and look to see. We're basically just giving our opinions on what we think happened. We are skeptics, but do believe in the paranormal. We just don't believe everything is paranormal correct so i'm going to give that disclaimer before we got into this one because uh it didn't take much to uh debunk this although with a lot of there's kind of mixed with most things there are definitely things that are weird you can say it happened and you can also say it didn't happen you can see how it could have happened and you can also take the people's side that says it's bull poopy so it comes down to belief and what your faith is and what makes sense to you and your own personal experiences. So here is The Haunting in Connecticut. It is another Ed and Lorraine Warren case as well. Yeah, but and I'm sure a lot of people have seen this movie because the movie is very loosely based on what actually happened. I think there was a book, um, just like with Amityville, and this movie they had... <clears throat> bodies in the walls and all kinds of stuff and that just didn't happen. There were no bodies in walls. But here's a little background on the family. It says, uh, in the late eight, 1980s, <clears throat> one of the most horrific hauntings ever reported was investigated by the seasoned paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. The haunting allegedly plagued the entire Okay, what's what's this? Pe- what are their names again? What? The family's name. I I can't pronounce that. That's like the weirdest last name I've ever seen. Oh, uh, for real? The Snedeker. Snedeker is that what we're I going with? So, yeah. Works for me. The entire Snedeker family who lived in Southington, Connecticut, for years. It is believed that the entities within their home routinely abused. Uh, abused them in abominable ways and made their lives a living hell. In 1986, Carmen and Al Sinetiker were both driving long distances from their home. What are you doing there? You need something to suck on? Yes, I do. In northern New York to get medical treatment for Carmen's son, Philip, who suffered with Hodgkin's disease. What is that? Cancer. So it's a cancer that cancer that gets into the lymph system. Therefore, it spreads to all the other organs. You kind of come across as leukemia sometimes. It's hard to treat, especially in the 80s. There's also a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The lymphoma, the lymph, the lymph <coughs> system. That's that's the scary part because it's a lot like your circulatory system. It goes to every organ the system does. So when it goes, it can take that cancer with it. Okay. So how? Um survivable is it now it's pretty decent back then not really expensive probably 50 percent mortality rate 
Um, it's a horrible thing to watch somebody go through. Very painful. So you're sick, but you also said like the treatment makes you even sicker. Yeah, the treatment can make you a lot sicker. It's amazing how you're you're already like so miserable, and then what's supposed to be helping you is making you worse. The commute was making their situation unbearable, and they decided to move somewhere closer to the medical center. <clears throat> they found a large apartment that was one of two, um, and it was in a large colonial house. It was for rent at an affordable price, so it was kind of like a duplex. They had the bottom part of it. Somebody else had the top part, mm-hmm. which I don't know that I'd want somebody living like that close. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know if I'd want somebody above me like that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the house was spacious enough for them to move in with their children and nieces. So, for some reason, they have custody of their nieces as well. They just needed to make uh, the large basement into two rooms for their kids. So, I just putting walls up, I guess. Yeah, or separators. It was during this conversion that Al discovered mortuary equipment in the basement, which included coffin handles, a chain and pulley, casket lift, and a blood drainage pit. Wow. So, that's that's when you start running, right? Like, what the fuck is this? I mean, Nobody seriously. Nobody said anything about this. <clears throat> if you didn't know about it beforehand... You'd be out. You'd be out. I would. I Now, I won't say that everybody would. Some people would find, but I'm thinking for kids, especially a sick one. <clears throat> is that where you want to have them at? Exactly, and they still went ahead with the, the renovations and put them down there. Really? And it turns out that the house had been a funeral home decades earlier. So it had been a while, so but it, a, it had been a funeral. But home. it was an operating funeral. It was an operating funeral home. So obviously, you know they did whatever they did to the bodies in the basement and then they'd take them it upstairs. It wasn't Jigsaw's workshop. This actually existed. Right. Well, who knows if Jigsaw's workshop doesn't exist. There be could be a Jigsaw cool. out there somewhere. Um, the, <clears throat> at the time, the family did not think too much of their home's past. Uh-huh. It's good to know that you would be a Jigsaw. I would. I would. Well, you know. Kramer. <laughs> While it may have been morbid, they decided to continue with the plans for the basement where dead bodies would have passed through. They went ahead and let their son sleep in there. Um, no. Well, even if you did believe that uh, there was paranormal influence, don't you think that'd be the one fucking place it would be? Hey, why am I sleeping down here? Why don't the parents sleep down there? That's what I'm saying. If I was a kid, I'm like, I'm not sleeping in this fucking place. What's wrong with you? If they think it's okay, then they should sleep down there. Yeah, that that should be... You sound like a Karen. I'm just going to... Well, it's just... It's slow stupid. your roll, Karen. <clears throat> We're parents. Would you put your kids... Would you put our kids... No, I wouldn't even fucking sleep down there, and I'm not scared of that shit. It's just a thought. That there are dead bodies in there. No, no, no. On uh, Philip, the one that was sick... On the very first night, complained of hearing strange voices and ominous sounds. Ominous. That's what I just said. No, you said ominous. Ominous. That's what I said. No, ominous. You said ominous. I know. <laughs> okay. Well. 
Say it right. I did. Say. Moving on. Ominous. He even told about seeing shadow figures and a man wearing a pinstripe suit with white hair hiding in the dark watching him sleep. So even if, you, let's say, even if the, you didn't see that, wouldn't the fact that you knew what it was make your mind play with you a little bit? I mean, it would me. Probably, yeah. Anything at that point that I heard, seen, uh, would be haunted. But what if they didn't tell him? Well, if they didn't tell him, that's a different story. Yeah. <clears throat> then you got to say, well, yep, we're out. I'd be out. There'd be no, no. And what the hell, creeper, you're going to stand there and watch me sleep? Well, I guess that's weird. Uh, Philip, Philip. It's only weird if they're dead, though. Like, what if it's a live person? Well, that's even worse. Oh. Some person you don't know is in your house watching you sleep. So if you know them, it's okay. Well, no. Oh. What would you do if you woke up and I was just standing there staring at you sleeping? You get irritated if I glance over because I think I see something and you think I'm staring at you. I'm just. And I'm just. What, what would you do? I guess I better stop staring at you when you sleep. Well, I'm asleep, so I don't know. Philip would become so terrified of his room that he would be be that he would beg to be allowed to stay at the hospital. What kid wants to stay at the hospital? Exactly. Even though Philip would swear he was telling the truth, his parents dismissed his claims. They thought it was hallucinations that could have been a side effect of the treatment he was getting due to his illness. That's very, very likely. <clears throat> very likely. So, they make it, the medicine makes you that crazy? If it makes you that sick. Can you just be seeing shit? If you're dehydrated, if you're <clears throat> uh, not feeling well because of the treatment, some of the medications to curb some of the side effects. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, now, I do have to say... Ambient. <coughs> Ambient. Well, fuck <laughs> a person up. And I didn't even have that much of it. And you were in a truck. Where there's obviously only two people. We were the only two people in the car. What did you I say? heard you talking to somebody. What did you say? Who are you talking to? What did you say? I'm very tired. I was, <laughs> I was also very pregnant. Oh, shit. That, oh, never again. Have I taken one of those and never again will I? Because that was like a very, very low dose. And I was still hearing stuff. Shit ain't right. Also, after moving into the basement, Philip's personality drastically changed. Now, this is not the first time we've heard this. Amityville House. When spooky stuff started happening, apparently their personalities changed also. So, that could lend a little credibility to that story. Right. But also, if it's someone who's without sleep and they really think they're going through this, it could just be that they ain't had no damn sleep. Wouldn't you be grumpy? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> lack of sleep can really bring out a lot of things in a person. Rage can bring, you know, anger, mood swings. You know, oh, I, I remember that I was crazy from that week when our first, our oldest uh, kid decided that uh, sleep just wasn't happening. Right. I was, what, a week 
where I think collectively the entire week I had four hours of sleep. Yeah, I think so. It was it was bad. I was I was ready to kill some people. I think I worked nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Whoo. His interest in taste, taste. I I can't talk. His interest in tastes altered. He started to wear leather and developed a strong interest in the occult. BDSM. I'm talking leather jackets. You said wear leather. Leather what? I'm not talking like assless chaps and harnesses and shit. Crops. The kid's sick. I mean, come on. It was only when he started to get violent that his parents made the decision to send him away. Which is kind of messed up. I mean, honestly, you shouldn't have put him in that house to begin with. Definitely susceptible if there was something there. I mean, yeah. you're that sick and, you know, I mean, <clears throat> getting those treatments, your defenses are down. You know, if there's something there, then... It's going to latch on. Yeah. Because oh. you're not going to be able to fight it off. I mean, and it would have to be, I don't think it was anything evil, it would have to be the spirits that were there from him. Although there is a theory that where there's a lot of death, there's also like soul collectors. Yeah. Entities or element, elementals that collect souls. Isn't that kind of what they went off of in the movie? Yeah. Uh, at one point, he even broke into his neighbor's house to steal a gun in order to harm his stepfather, Al. What else does that sound like? Well, yeah. Another dickhead stepfather. No, it sounds like Amity. Well, yeah, it's another dickhead stepfather, too. I mean, we've all had one. Yeah. Uh, Over time, it was alleged that he assaulted his female cousin. And when you say assaulted? Sexually. Okay. And that will come up again. Was that a new behavior? It doesn't actually, even when it comes up again, it doesn't say if it was a new behavior that started when they moved into the house or if it was just discovered once they moved into the house. Okay. Uh, the family said that once Philip was out of the house, the dark forces residing within the walls started to turn their attention towards the rest of the family. So when he was there, it was just focusing on him. When he left, it was free game. So... If it was real, they weren't believing him at first. He's not there. Now it's on. And that was in the movie, actually. Yeah, how um, it was just focusing on him. And when he left, it started attacking everybody else. And it could have started attacking everybody else because they sent him away. Yeah. Yeah. And that whatever was in the house was pissed that they sent him away. Um, the other kids started saying they were seeing ghosts, hearing footsteps, and voices. Carmen, the mother, reported once having mopped the floor only to see the water turn blood red in front of her eyes. Did she take a picture? Well, of course she didn't take a picture. Because that seems like a picture moment to me. But even if you take a picture of it, somebody can say, well, that's just food coloring. That's true, but at least it's something. No, that's true. That shows, a hey, bitch, I took a picture of it. Right. Right, but she didn't. And nobody else said they saw the same thing. And even if they did, it's family members, so who are you going to believe? And then, why would you not? I think that's a call to the police. I don't know where this blood came from, number one. Number two, it was water. What are you going to call the police with that for? They're going to say, why why are you calling us? I'm going to say because I need somebody to look at this and document it. This is weird. 
okay? And I don't want to be blamed for some murder. I don't know how this got in here. I do have to say that in the infield poltergeist thing, at least that woman did that. Even knowing the cops couldn't help you. I'm just she saying, still called him in. Yeah, I need backup on this. What? I need somebody else saying know, they're I here know, and saying I, this shit. I know you can't do shit. I know you can't. But I need <coughs> somebody else. credible. I need to know. Are, are you seeing this too? <laughs> right. Can <laughs> we can we send this to a lab for analysis? <laughs> because it was fucking water. <laughs> and now it's blood. Yeah, or some <laughs> kind of red, thick, viscous substance. <laughs> That should not be from water. And what would have been really messed up is if they did take a sample and it went from the house to the outside and turned back to water. <laughs> Explain that if that well, would have happened. That's, I mean, that, that, that's the whole point. Nobody's taking samples. Like, I, yes, it would be it's scary. It's the 80s, though. Would it be scary? Yes. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Uh, we call somebody. <laughs> get a cup. <laughs> call the Ghostbusters. Get a cup. <laughs> and call somebody because I, I don't know how this <clears throat> happened. Here's one that you'll like. The couple's bed was said to have vibrated with a sort of heartbeat. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> <What's> that <laughs> sounds fantastic to what? me. That's a massage. Well, hold on now. It could have just been, I mean, if it was paranormal, they were trying to help you out. That People pay for stuff like that. You could, what, you're getting what it movie? for free. Vibrate <laughs> what, the bed. What movie was it that we saw? What was it? Chevy Chase? Was it a vacation movie? Where they had the vibrating bed and he put the quarter in and then it just went nuts. Yeah. And they had to sleep on the floor. That's what made me, I thought of that as soon as I read that. Because, <clears throat> you know, what, it just, and they just stayed, they kept getting in the bed. Hey, hey, are you vibrating in the bed? <laughs> hey, hey, are you, I can't sleep if you're going to kick the bed. <laughs> I just hey. don't understand. I mean, I can see where that would get annoying. Like, hey, could you stop shaking the bed? Hey. And it would pulse like a heartbeat. Hey, so just think. Is that your penis? Hold on. Mmm. <laughs> well, I guess it's okay for tonight. Goodness. They even said that visitors to their home had felt these unearthly vibrations. So apparently when you walk in the house, the entire damn house vibrates to a heartbeat. Hey, what are you sleeping on the floor for? Bed's vibrating. <clears throat> and then here, here we go. Another absolute certainty haunting here the electrical sockets and light bulb bulbs bulbs shut up were described as having an unnatural glow even when the bulbs were removed from their sockets does it say and oh so it was glowing when she took them out of the socket was it still hot how did you hold not the it? light bulb the light bulb wasn't it's, it's not a uh, uncle fester it's you said light bulbs shut up so not the bulbs. i'm going to stab you with my pen it's saying that the electrical sockets and where you screw in the light bulbs. Are those called well, bulbs? I am, seriously. <laughs> they would glow. What would? The bulbs or the bulbs? The bulbs and bulbs. They both glowed. So, wouldn't that just be like bad wiring? Uh, I would be concerned. I mean, I'm honest. not plugging anything into an electrical socket that's glowing. Yeah, I'm going to cut the circuit box and say, get somebody in here to fix this. Go ahead and call the police. Because it's like the, the... Or at least you're going to call your landlord and say, the shit's glowing. He can't help me. Blood water and now this and the vibrating bed. We're okay with the bed. But the rest of this shit... It's got to go. Right. So. <clears throat> the bed can stay. The rest of it's got to go. They also said that foul odors of rotten meat and human feces were also claimed to have been plagued in the household. 
Well, it was a place of death. Exactly. So that could actually be a residual thing. That could be. Or it could just be something that has, like, literally seeped into the semen on really hot days. You just smell it. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're going to spill goo. Right. It's going to happen. So that could just be, like, a a residual thing from in the basement. Going back to the the light bulbs. Oh, God, that's not going away anytime soon. So why would you not, though, at that point? I I mean, this being serious, why would you not call a contractor or someone to say, I think this is a safety... Well, it's a rental property, so you would call the landlord. Yeah, like, I think this is a a safety issue. And I couldn't find anywhere that the landlord... It's glowing. That they told the landlord anything about that. Well, no, you think they'd be mentioned like, hey, they called the landlord, and the landlord went and checked it out. There was nothing, so mm, go ahead and mark that up to fuck. Right, but nothing. Okay. These things happened for years, and oh. the family dealt with it because they were not considered serious, and the incidents weren't serious. The until fucking electricity is glowing, but it's not serious. In, in, in a rational mind, it's hot. Right. It's going to catch something on fire. Exactly. There's not a good ground somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, They didn't get worried until the incident started to escalate and become more violent. So, glowing stuff is okay and water turning red. Uh, Well, you know, it's it's a nuisance. You know, the water turns the blood, but we just change it. And the electricity... It glows sometimes, but it still works. We don't touch it when it glows. Yeah, when it glows, we leave it alone. Right. The bed, we like. Yeah, that can stay. Carmen is reported by the Huffington Post as having described a very terrifying incident. And this is actually in the movie, but I thought it was the niece. I didn't think it was the mom. The shower curtain very quickly wrapped around me, and I couldn't push it away. Her only thought was that the th- this thing was trying to kill her. So she slipped. She grabbed the shower <coughs> curtain. It wrapped around her, and she's like, It's coming to get me. Exactly. Like the electricity in the blood water. Exactly. But that, they actually, didn't they actually put that in the movie? Yeah, she was too embarrassed to report that she slipped, fell, and got wrapped up in the shower curtain that she couldn't get out of. That's just crazy. Their niece claimed to have felt a disembodied hand touch her in a sexual manner. And that is not all the time bad, okay? Let's just be honest. Kidding. (laughs) I think she was in a deep, deep, deep sleep, is what I think. Come on, we've all had those dreams. Wow. Okay. She even alleged that an unearthly presence had raped her. Well, then. Okay, so is rape illegal if it's from the dead? <clears throat> I have no idea. Call the police. They know. I just, I have no Call idea. Them. It was not like you knew a rape kit. It's uh, a ghost. Ghost semen. Wow. Ghost ectoplasm. Is that what yep. you're saying? When speaking about these attacks, Carmen described how the entity laughed a hideous laugh when it went above her shirt and out the window. And they recorded it? Of course not. Okay. Sexual assault was something which other members of the family claimed to have experienced as well. So they know what's going on, so obviously they set up cameras. They did not. Okay. Carmen and Al both reported having been disturbed on many nights by an unearthly atmosphere in their bed. What is that? It could just be the person sleeping beside you. Like when you snore, it sounds... I do not snore. It's horrible. 
They described having heard 1930s ambient mood music playing in the background, which occasionally preceded an assault upon one or both of them. Oh, what's wrong with the 1930s music? Well, the, what I'm thinking is is that the funeral home. <coughs> What I'm thinking is the funeral home was probably operational around then, so they typically would have music playing in the background. So that could be, you know, whatever, why, maybe. So here's my question. These ghosts. Are very rapey. It appears that way. They can't really do a whole lot, like, on a consistent manner. Except for rape people. But whenever they want at will... They can molest and yeah. rape. Yeah, apparently. With a solid dick and hands. Oh, well, yeah, they're feeling it. Maybe and this may, was maybe, almost a nightly occurrence. Maybe it's a different type of energy. Are you saying they're infested? I feel your pussycat. You're, mm. you're saying they're infested with incubus and succubuses. That's probably what the Warrens are going to say. But Actually, they didn't say either one of those. But if it's simply ghosts... I don't understand. Well, it's a very rapey ghost. It's a very handsy ghost. Where's Philip now? Maybe it's Philip. He's not there. Okay. The couple asserted that they had both been raped multiple times by a dark entity. All I'm saying is, is you must like it because you ain't going anywhere. Oh, I ain't moving out of this fucking house. Take my panties off. I'm going to tell you this. I ain't paying rent this month. I'm just saying. Yeah, if this is going to continue to happen, that feels good. If this I keeps paying rent, <laughs> put me in the put me in the bed. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm, hey, I'm sleeping on my belly tonight. I'm just saying, if you're nightly being raped by a ghost, why are you still there? Move. Well, there's a couple couple answers I have for you. Okay. And if you're, it's happening to your kids. Move. Maybe the ghost just likes to hug naked. Well, I guess. And from behind. Carmen even stated on TV that once while running away from their home down the street, get this, her niece was hideously abused the entire way. What do you mean hideously? I'm getting to it. One night I ran down the street with Kelly being sodomized the whole way. So it was putting it in her ass as she's running. As she's running. That's hard to do. How? That's hard to do. It's bullshit. Well, yeah, I mean... I don't see. That would be hard to do. It's honestly. bullshit. You'd have to be have great rhythm. We really do need a bullshit button. We do. So it sodomized her as she ran. Yeah. And she legitimately said this on live TV. She told people on live TV so that that happened to her niece. So she's seen it happening. Well, she was saying that as they were running down the street away from their home, Ooh, or was her, this was happening. Or was to her, her niece like, my ass, my ass, my ass? What? How are you gonna see a ghost? I'm assuming the niece said that this happened. Yeah. What do you mean, honey? It's putting it in my ass as I'm running. No. It's not possible. It's let's, not. Let's let's think about that. Okay. Not happening. When asked during an interview why they did not leave the house after these terrible happenings, she said how she believed this would make no difference. Everywhere we went, she said, it followed us. So she was convinced that if they moved, just like... uh sounded like she liked having it in the butt. Yeah. It was like, like these were fantasies. That they would just come with them. You know, it, it would just come everywhere. Now we're leaving. I hope you don't come with me, wink, wink. Exactly. 
go ahead and latch on. To my butt. At, it was at this point that Ed and Lorraine Warren became involved. That, so Because they, we're not going to have the sodomy. Yeah, at that point, that's drawing a line. We're not having it. Uh, the Warrens and other investigators spent about eight to nine weeks okay, that's in now, the house. I will say, that to me... Is a with, thorough investigation. If you were there all that time and, and doing the investigation the right way, that's something that you could walk away with and say, we did everything we could to collect right. what we could. And in that eight to nine weeks, something if something's really going on in that house, something's bound to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. If, I mean, if you're getting nightly rapings. Well, there's new butts to rape. You know, there's there's uh, new people in the shower that you can put the shower curtain around. Uh, right. Hey, there's a new audience for the glowy sockets. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, hey, you know what? You want to see uh, blood turn into water turn into blood? I can show you that. Right. I can show you that. I mean, they should have seen something. You need to be impressed. When the Warrens rated the possessing entity as a nine on a scale of one to ten. Okay, so what they're saying is after all the fucked up shit we've seen, this is a nine out this of ten. Ass rape poltergeist. Yep. And who rapes an ass? I mean... Really? I'm just saying. I mean, you're not in prison. That's, that's horrible. There's other holes. Go ahead. I'm not even... I'm just letting that one go. I'm not saying rape's okay. I'm saying this bitch is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you're not saying rape's okay. No. But apparently this ghost was attacking all the holes. He he was being thorough. Okay. He got everybody. Everybody gets a cleaning tonight. Exactly. They stated the house was infested with demons. Okay, it's always demons. Always. After their investigation, the Warrens claimed that they arranged for the house to be exorcised. After Mm. the house was cleansed, the family moved out to another house and afterwards were involved in the writing of a book. I bet. As well as being featured in documentaries, TV shows, and being the inspiration for a movie. I bet. I got a lot to talk about. Exactly. My ass ain't worked okay. right for a week. That was their story. I ain't gonna shit right for a month. You ever been butt raped when you're fucking running? You can't do it. It's impossible. That's our dog. He's still alive. Pretty sure he's dying. He just likes to cough when he's not getting the attention he thinks he deserves. So. They wrote a book. A big surprise. I mean, really... And the Warrens helped them, I'm assuming. Well, the the Warrens wrote their own book, but we'll get to that. But when the case is examined in detail, it becomes clear that their story is very muddled and at times very confusing. Oh, now come on. From what I've heard, this is clear cut. This happened. Yeah, because it's possible to get raped up the butt as you're running down the street. Is that what you're going to hold on to? I'm I'm going back to the light socket. No, no, you weren't. You've, you've mentioned the, the butt rapey run a number of times now. Even the names of the people involved, such as their nieces, cannot be confirmed. Because I've seen him called Tammy. I've seen him called Kelly. So you don't know. Got it. Well, I can see why the ass rape one doesn't want to have their name out there. You don't want to be that. Hey, you got Your aunt, uh, her aunt already put her out there as being the one that was ass raped running down the sidewalk. I don't know why you're talking to me. She was getting fucked in the ass when she was running. Exactly. My ghost. No ghost dick. De- ghost dick. Wow. No detail apart from Philip's illness is reported with consistency. 
Hmm. That's the only thing that's consistent and can actually be proven. I bet the motive is money. Oh, of course it is. It's always money. It's always money. There is no disputing that the family wished to move to be closer to the hospital for Philip's treatment. So that's another fact. But there is much disagreement whether or not the family knew the house used to be a funeral home. Because their story is they had no fracking clue. Because we would never do that. Their house was a funeral home first. Right, we wouldn't do that. I'm telling you right now, I don't think I can move into a house that no, used to be a funeral home. fuck no. You just ask and get raped in the ass by a ghost when you're running down well, the sidewalk. Well, even, even, <laughs> see, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just, even if it's not haunted. Why can't we get those type of ghosts? That, right. We have to get the ones that pull hair and poke hey, you and wait a minute. Hold on, stare at you. <laughs> Hold on. Well, hey, look. I'm not going to say it doesn't feel nice. Just maybe what? stop. <laughs> I, but I think this is weird. <laughs> Glad you came around. <laughs> <laughs> it was the disturbing discovery that they were living in a funeral home that made the family's fortune changed. Because they're saying once they found out that it was they, they were living in there is when shit went sideways. But I'm they they knew I'm pretty sure they knew. So if they had never known, right, they, they'd have been okay. Yeah, Daryl Kern, the owner of the house, said that Carmen and Al were aware of the history of the house before they moved into it. Oh, I believe that. <clears throat> Some have said there was even an engraved sign that said. Halligan Funeral Home beside the front door but the family and friends of the family said the sign was covered with a piece of plywood. Now, here's here's a question. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at this house and one person says, you know, the sign was there and then they're saying there's a piece of plywood, wouldn't you say, hey, why is there a piece of plywood right here? What's underneath of it? Well, it's not just that. I would look at it and I would say, hey. What's this? What's this extra room? Where's the chain? Why are the chains and stuff? Well, they didn't even know that stuff was down there until they started going down there to renovate. Hey, lease is off. We didn't know about this. Well, yeah, you wouldn't stay. We're done. You didn't even tell us about this. Right. That's illegal. Uh, Hey, um, it seems weird, but there's drains on the floor and there's chains on the ceiling. Normally, I don't mind the chains. But the drains in the floor are kind of like a cause for concern. And the coffin handles everywhere. And the coffin handles. We're just not into that type of kink. I'm just saying. You say something. Oh, no, ma'am. It used to be a funeral home. Oh, well, then we're leaving. Yeah. I mean, you say something. It just... that It begs to question why you wouldn't question that. I would question that. I would... I would definitely question that and, and not be okay with it. Like, some people would be like, ah, fuck, whatever. Well, remember, this is also after Amityville. So, they could be saying, hey, we're living in an old funeral home. We could pull a George and Kathleen Lutz. Yeah, well, they could. And make some money. But they got rapey goose. Right. Who would a goose want to rape anyway? How does that How does that even work out? Just tell me. How does that work out? I don't know. I don't know either. It's a ghost dick. I mean, if it's the only thing I could think, it would have to be an incubus or succubus. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that... And they feed off of sexual energy. That's why they do it. Because other demons feed off of your regular energy, but the incubus and succubus, they need sexual energy. So that's why they rape people. That'd be fucked up to see a little goblin, like, fucking an ass as a person's running, like, oh, yeah, keep going. Ah. Exactly. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Christ, that's going to be in my head now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, you ain't get away from me. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. He's raping my ass. He's raping my ass. Whew. My goodness. No matter the truth. He ain't a succubus. I ain't an incubus. He's a pokemus. He's poking me. I'm sorry, it's a last interruption. No, it's not. No matter the truth, these small details have been so hotly disputed that it helps give the idea of the amount of muddling involved in the case. So, I mean, it's just... They had to have known. Had to have known. You can see a house that used to be a funeral home and know that used to be a funeral home just on the way it's built. Yeah, I mean, you can't always base it on. For many at the time, the truth about the family was clear. The family had invented the entire story. The owner of the house flatly stated that the entire case was a hoax. When he was interviewed by a local newspaper, he made his thoughts very clear. It is, it's a fraud. It's a joke. It's a hoax. It's Halloween. Kern stated that the paranormal activity seemed to have started happening around the time the family started to get behind on their rent and they moved out before they could get evicted. So, big surprise. They can't pay the rent anymore, so we're going to say it's haunted, and that's why we're not paying it. Yeah, well, I guess that argument would work if you'd have just saved the money back and said, look, till you fix this haunting problem, I ain't paying you. Well, no, they jumped ship. A neighbor of the family has backed up what the owner of the house has said. So, they said that... She lives rent-free now. I'm Probably. kidding. <laughs> Probably. Um, she said that, yeah, that all that started happening when they started getting behind in rent. Um, another neighbor during an interview said that it was her opinion that the family had this planned from the start. Huh. Which... Which, if they were having those financial issues... And which they probably were because the son was getting treatments and it couldn't have been cheap. No, not back in the 80s. That was not even now. And then you have to move to be closer because you can't do the commute. You're looking for a quick way to make some cash. Amityville just... Just happened and you see that there's a movie. Because didn't a movie happen really soon after that? you get the Warrens involved, who is also looking to make a dime off of it. Well, now... This this case and some of the stuff that Ed said is what made me has made me think he's kind of a piece of crap. Uh... Such doubt was also shared with their upstairs neighbor, who uh, shared the duplex with them. She had seen and heard nothing supernatural in the house the entire time she had been there. She also worked for the real estate agency that helped the family find the house, and she stated that the family knew about the house before they moved in. Because it has to be disclosed. If you're working with a realtor, they have to disclose that to you. Because it could come back on them and get them in trouble if they don't. Correct. She also stated that they were falling behind on rent and their motive for the story could have been money. Because what else? I mean, it had to have been. The neighbor described um, a very different story for the TV. She said that it all began when Carmen told her she was having nightmares. This is... uh, That's That's my bullshit meter. Right. This is uh, Joan, I think, that said this. Uh, That she was having nightmares. 
and she suggested that Carmen should have taken sleeping pills to help her sleep. Carmen's response was, no, it's my father coming to haunt me. I'm calling the Warrens. So as soon as this all started. Why would you call the Warrens because your father's coming to haunt you? Exactly. Wouldn't that be a more of a, I don't know, reunion? Now you're, you're laying the groundwork for that book and movie deal. Even the author, Ray Garten, who was commissioned by the Warrens to document the family's experiences for a book titled In a Dark Place, he said trying to get a consistent narrative was impossible. Trying, yeah, try, they couldn't keep their story straight. In the years since, and with the interest in the case, Garten has been very vocal about expressing his frustration in working with the family. The family involved, he said, which was going through some serious problems like alcoholism and drug addiction, could not keep their story straight. Wasn't it even rumored to that Philip was schizophrenic? It's actually found out, I'll bring that up later, that uh, he was actually uh, tested and found to be schizophrenic. Uh, When asked why they didn't leave sooner, Carmen's answers always changed depending on who asked the question. So anytime she was interviewed, because they did TV interviews, newspaper interviews, she never had the same answer. Every time it was different why they didn't leave. So that makes it unbelievable, too. Yeah. Uh, That's... And then uh, that Carmen ever experienced this terrible abuse had been questioned by many, including Joan, the neighbor that with the nightmares. Uh, she said how she often saw the family outside in the middle of the night, saying that they could go back in, that they couldn't go back in, yet they never seemed terrified, as you would think if they were really being forced out of their house and going through everything they said they were. She said they would be outside joking and laughing. So, you're outside in the middle of the night because the ghost ran you out, but you're not out there hysterical. You're laughing your ass off. That makes your story believable. So, is it possible, though, that there could have been stuff going on and it, you know, they, it, they were lighthearted about it at first and then it got progressively worse? I mean, it could have been, but I think that at this point is when the rapies were starting to happen. Well, that is funny if you think about a little goblin attached to your bubble. Well, that part is. The role Philip played in the haunting can also undermine some of the family's claims. That's the Wizard of Oz. That's how you get in rhythm. Wow. You're bouncing on butt cheeks, you gotta get. So, what you hear is the Wizard of Oz? Yes. Alrighty. Now, that's not going anywhere. I know the thing about this little green goblin. Okay. That's flying monkeys. Yep. And it. They're flying. That's how they're doing it. So it's flying monkeys now that's raping them in the butts? It's a demon. I guess it's as believable as their stories. Uh, Like I said earlier, Philip was caught fondling his cousins and was questioned by police afterwards. This led Philip to admit that this was not the first time and that he had acted inappropriately with his female family members. I'm assuming this includes his mother, and it doesn't say when it started. Sounds like Philip's piece of shit. Right. According to the book, he admitted to having performed such acts all the time. He did it in secret at night without ever being caught. And that he even once attempted, without success, to sleep with his cousin. 
Ew. So we're trying to, we're trying to save his life. Right. Got it. After this, he was taken to a juvenile detention center where a psychologist diagnosed him as schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. So, if he was hearing voices, odds are it was in his head. Like, it didn't really happen. Um, Philip, having admitted to having committed these uh, crimes similar to the demonic entities in the house, some people believe that the family made up the uh, rapey ghosts uh, for their subconscious so they didn't know it was Philip. It was like a protective mechanism. So they would rather believe that a demon was raping them than a family member. Yeah. I Yeah. And if he's a schizophrenic, maybe he just thought that shit was happening and he wasn't really doing it. Maybe. You just, you don't know. Uh... It is thought that the demonic act, like, like I said, was invented to cover up what Philip had done. Uh, the Warrens' involvement in the case has been criticized. The couple claimed to have arranged for an exorcism to be done on the house, but no evidence can be found of this. Uh, when the Warrens were interviewed on TV, Ed was very aggressive about telling their beliefs and would often talk over people that would say, nothing was happening in the house and that he um, thought a lot of the witnesses were being paid off by the landlord. So anytime somebody had... Why would, like, the, why would the landlord spend more money? He's already out money. Right. And then anytime a skeptic or something would come on with him, um, he would talk over them because they were saying that what he's saying was bullshit. Um, and there was even somebody that uh, was on stage with him once doing one of these interviews that Ed constantly talked over him and then backstage this godly Christian man that Ed's always portrayed as being had the mouth of a sailor. He's cussing this guy up one wall and down the other and this guy even said that he felt threatened. Like he was making threatening remarks. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Gatton, the, the person that the Warrens brought in to write this book, described how he once approached Warren with concerns about the inconsistencies with the family's testimony. Warren, he, um, Garton claimed, he said, oh, they're crazy. All the people who come to us are crazy. You think same people would come to us? This is what's making me think it's kind of a piece of shit. Now, what context was that taken in, though? Because I could It say- doesn't say... Because I can see where he might say that being a smartass. Like, right. Because yeah, that's all you've accused us of. So, hey, why would anybody say and come to us? Right. I mean, and I can is, see that. But this is the guy that they brought in to write the book. And it could have just been a bad day. Ed could have just been having a bad day. Or could have just been a bad deal. Right. Maybe this guy thinks he didn't get what he was entitled to. Exactly. Maybe. And he's just pooping on the warren. So you right. just don't really know. Hopefully when we go into depth about them... We'll get a little... I'm willing to say on this one and give Ed the, the, benefit, the benefit of the, the doubt. doubt. Yeah. Because um, he was there nine weeks. Right. He wouldn't have been there if he didn't at least care a little bit. Now, I know they have something to gain from it. Right. Um, but at the very least, I'm not saying he was a Christian man, but at the very least, maybe he was there because he wanted to document this and see if he could help. Right. Um, the suspicious thing is he said it was exercise, but he wouldn't tell by who. Well... That it was always Father A, but I mean, it could have been that he was protecting that. Yeah, but guy. that's got to be sanctioned by the church. 
you gotta have. Well, it's just like with you gotta have permission, um, and that should that there's a there's always a record of that. So you can't just say Father A. I mean, well, and you can't really exercise a house anyway. You bless a house. You can't exercise a house. And then this guy went on to say that after condemning the family, Ed then supposedly said, "Just use what works from their testimonies, and then make up the rest." He also told uh, Garton to just make it up and make it scary. I guess I can see that, um, just based off of what we've heard from Amityville. And... Right. The case's connection to fiction can arguably be seen in its similarity to a popular 1982 scary movie called The Entity. Hmm. In the movie, the lead female is repeatedly assaulted by an invisible supernatural entity. In an interview, one of the nieces called Tammy, uh, in the um, interviewer, he draws the parallel between the movie and what she said happened to her. Because everything she said happened to her apparently happened to this person in this movie. Um, according to the reporter, the character in the film is a Attacked almost identically to the description by Carmen of her own experiences. Uh, both Carmen and her niece were also said to be huge fans of the movie. There is some evidence to support it's a fake story, but why would they make some of the abuse stories up knowing what it could potentially do to the little kids in the house? Because, you know, that could cause major future trauma. It could, but I don't think that's what they were thinking of. Right. I don't think they cared. Joan, the same neighbor that's been mentioned a couple of times, claimed to have seen a mysterious green glow coming from one of their windows, as well as alleging to have been stung by a mysterious force when she visited the family. So this is the same person that said she would see them out in the middle of the night. They said they couldn't go back in, but they were outside laughing. So you don't know. Yeah, I mean. She kind of bounces back and forth. Uh, she said, I don't believe they made the whole thing up, Joan told a local newspaper. But she was suspicious of some of Carmen's claims, commenting on the growing media storm connected to the case. Joan describes how every time I seen her on TV, the story became more and more involved and it just got bigger. So she thinks, which I do too, that maybe some things were happening, but she just tried to keep sensationalizing it. Well, I don't see how things couldn't be. I mean, you're in a place like that. Um, there had to be something going on. Right. Um, but, again, it's probably something that could have just been, you know, don't pay attention to it. It'll probably go away. Right. Um, it doesn't sound like anything demonic. I think all this other stuff they made up. I really do. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think they. I don't. I don't think there was ghost raping and uh, that. Just to me is absurd. If you think about what you know about a ghost, you know. Um, and then with the Philip stuff, obviously he's going to see stuff if he's schizophrenic. He's and he's already sick. sick. But he also would probably be someone who's susceptible to any kind of entities there. Right. So that's possible. Um, but in all this, I mean, what what did what did it yield from the Warrens' investigation? Did they have proof? 
so they did find some stuff, but um, Nancy Bosher, Al's sister, uh, also cooperated having experienced paranormal activity in the family's house. So you've got family members and friends saying stuff's happening in there, and then you've got the landlord and some neighbors saying it's all BS. So, like with any haunting, you don't know what to believe. Another person who was willing to say it was true is John Zaffis. Okay, so that's the nephew. That's who you write is the is uh, the Ed Lorraine Warren's nephew. Yeah. <clears throat> he helped with the nine week investigation, so he was willing to put his reputation on the line as saying this is true. It really happened. Now this guy is also known as the haunted collector. Right, but um, so Ed and Lorraine do that too. Right. They have their haunted museum. But he's never met an item that wasn't haunted. That's My, true, because we've watched that a couple of times. Right, there's never an episode where he says, no, there's nothing going on here. I mean, he always finds something. Um, and again, that is suspicious. In right, itself. and I mean, and if you don't believe Ed and Lorraine, odds are you're probably not going to believe their nephew. Yeah. But... He did help with the nine-week investigation, and he is saying that he had some experiences. He uh, described experiencing dark happenings in the house. Um, one thing in particular happened to him when he was studying notes on the dining room table. He said the room grew bitterly cold, and then he said he could sense a presence around him. He also attempted to get somebody to wake up in the living room because all of the sudden... He looked up at the stairs and saw an apparition starting to form. He described smelling a disgusting odor so foul that it actually made it hard for him to breathe. So he so he got a picture of this? No. He was trying to get people to wake up and witness this too, but nobody was waking up. But he up. got a video of it? No. Okay. At least I don't think so. So probably can't be cooperated. Right. He, he said that um, it began to manifest... And he claimed he could hear a noise that sounded like thousands of flapping wings coming from behind it. This uh, hideous being supposedly descended the steps towards him. And as it got closer, he alleges that it actually spoke to him. Saying, do you know what they did to us? Do you know? This terrified him so much that he left the house and would not return for several days. Um, and when he asked, was asked about this case much later, he stated that um, compared to this house, the other cases I have been involved with were like dealing with Casper the Friendly Ghost. So, this is something, too, that when you watch these, and I'm sure it's for entertainment value, but when you watch these ghost <coughs> hunters and these professionals that claim to investigate the paranormal, they always run from the paranormal. Yeah, they never run to it. That's what they went to check out. Yeah, so they always get scared. So wouldn't you run to go check to see what that was so you can explain it? Mm-hmm. If not, then seek to understand it. Yeah, but they always run away. It. Yeah, but why <clears throat> run away? They always get scream. They always scream and get startled when something actually happens. When they'd be like, "Uh, let's go looking for ice cream," and you find it, and you go, "Oh no, there's ice cream!" Exactly, and run away. Well, wasn't that the goal was for you to find? Yeah. The whole thing apart, the whole thing about this was you're there to corroborate that this stuff is happening. And if you could prove it, wow, wouldn't you be... But you run away for days. 
you know, and you don't have anybody else that's seen it, and you're not taking pictures or anything. It's just and the only thing you have was this encounter, and this is the scariest case you've <laughs> been on. Well, that's what personally happened to him. But it's just one thing. Well, it was a couple of things, and I mean, I guess that's just the ones that really stood out to him. Um, if the, and if the Warrens are to be believed, Lorraine's uh, psychic abilities discovered some terrible things. They allegedly discovered that the morticians who had previously worked in the funeral home had committed vile acts on the dead and that these unnatural actions are what drew the demonic entities to the property. That I can believe. I can believe that there probably is some necrophilia. I can believe that there's some desecration of the bodies because I think you have to be a special kind of person to do that type of work and not all the people have values that would be ethical. Right. Um... Some will do it for, you know, personal satisfaction. Um, I also, you, it's been recent in the news how, you know, people get paid to burn bodies, but instead they... Just put them somewhere and yeah. keep the money. And yeah. give them, like, ashes. Yeah. So, I, I could see where, yeah, there's that probably some, some corruption and shit. You don't need to be a psychic to draw that conclusion. And I think that that statement right there that she made is what made them put the dead bodies in the walls in the movie <clears throat> because she never actually says what vile acts so they may have just took artistic license with that and put the bodies but it wasn't he doing like seances and crap in that house and that's why those dead bodies were in the walls and they had markings and everything all over them um, and then while no official exorcism has been confirmed to have been done there were priests involved in the case, and one stated that the um, that they felt a very strange pressure upon entering the house. So there are priests that have come out and said that they, yes, they've been to the house, they've been involved with it, and that it just didn't feel right. I, I think anybody's lying if they said they don't ever feel the heaviness of a room. Sometimes you can walk into a room and you can feel the heaviness. Oh, yeah, you can. Um, I think in places where tragic stuff has happened, or a lot of people have died, because dying's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing. Right. Um, but I, I think you could probably feel that energy. It's like walking into a outside on a humid day, you know, and, and that's the pressure maybe they're talking about. Um, and maybe they're just sen more sensitive to it than other people. Right. I don't know if it's anything that could be measured. I don't know anything about that, but it is an experience that you can say, and maybe not corroborated, but you can say, yes, I felt, it felt different. Right. In there. And I know we went places and, you know, we both said, boy, it feels different. It just feels weird. We need to go. Yeah. And, and I think that's your body's natural. Flight or flight. Defense, fight or flight. Defense system. <clears throat> you know, whether you meet a person who is questionable or strange or you see something that's questionable or strange or you feel something you know you kind of have that feeling so maybe that's what they were experiencing also knowing the history of the house and no, who knows what they've been told right they're still human beings whether they claim to be you know uh, past that or uh, the transcendent of of those feelings because they're they're holy men now which we know most time that, that doesn't are, really make you holy <laughs> most most of the time, people claim to be holding and they're not. Um, but, you know, for them, they're still human beings and they're still going to feel those things. Correct. Um, does John Zaffis, it's not someone that 
I don't know, I buy too much credit into what he says. I've watched his shows. Obviously, he profits off of stuff like this, just like his uncle and aunt did. Um, so I'm not sure how credible his account is. It just, it's just weird to me that the one thing you could point to and solid... Nobody else saw. And you don't have cameras running 24 hours a day in, in this investigation. You don't have something set up to where, hey, if something happens, you have an oh shit camera. Here's the thing, too. Nowadays, it's easier to run 24-hour cameras. Back then, it wouldn't have been. Okay, but knowing me and how I am with the technology back in those days, I need something I can get to quick. Right, just or in as case. quick as possible. In a central location where if something like that does happen, There's you, can, something. you can grab it and you can click. Well, I mean, and in, in, in the movies that you see, they always had, like, the recorders recording stuff. So, if this thing talked, where's the recording of it? That's true, too. Yeah, they, they were always recording stuff. Yeah, where's where's the recording of it? Are you yeah. going to tell me that that's the one spot they didn't have a recorder and a camera? Or this was the one time you didn't have it all? Exactly. How many times have we seen that on like those hundreds of cameras? We were replacing the, the tape, so we missed that. It wasn't so uh, running at this time, and everybody was eating the chips. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just the dumb. It's just it's dumb if you if you believe that you have all this equipment. And this is your main focus, your main job. So what you're supposed to do is to collect this evidence, whether it's for your own gain or it's to get the church involved. You would have that equipment running 24/7. And if you had to exchange tapes, then you have those things on different loops. This one runs out in an hour, so I got one running that'll cover that hour. Then when this one's set back up, this one I'll, I'll exchange. That way you always have something running. Right. Um, so you catch that audio. Maybe the video would be a little bit different because I don't think they had digital back then. No, oh, no, they didn't. It's the um, 80s. But if you had three or four cameras going... Yeah, they had, had the big clunky cameras. But if you had three or four going and you had to change tapes, <coughs> then you stagger the time that you start the right. tapes to account for... The changing of the tapes. Yes, that way you always got proof. Right. And with cases like these, like this one in the Amityville, it's testimony of the people that it's happening to. Oh, 90% of it's testimony and it's based off your belief and faith. Right. And and a lot of times the... A lot of times it's based off the reputation of the person. Right. And so they're banking, like, even before it got bad, supposedly... She's like, I'm bringing the Warrens in. Like, that's where she went to jump. She's like, I'm bringing the Warrens in so they can handle it and they can tell me what's going on. I mean, I know that the infield, which was another Warren case, but they were only there for a day. I know... They came in at the ass end of that one. I know there's a lot of questions. And I know a lot of people think it was faked. The one thing that I point to... Because a lot of the... They did take pictures. They took a ton right. of pictures. And some of them at least do they look tried, fake. At least they tried to document. But they did what they should have. But the one thing that I point to is that they've got... They got cops involved. They, they did. She... As soon as that started and happening... And the cops, although couldn't do anything, couldn't really document anything, they did say... If, they, if we're asked about it, we'll tell exactly what happened yeah, and what and, we witnessed. And they did. And it was strange shit. <clears throat> It was strange shit. Yeah, they told him, they're like, well, we can't do anything for you, but we'll back you up 100% on what we saw, what but, we witnessed. But the common theme, really, if I'm being honest, after really kind of digging deep into these, and you know, I, we've always talked about it before, too, and I've been highly skeptical of things, but the biggest theme is they're 
you're put in a place where maybe things could happen or maybe things are happening, but then you're trying to capitalize on that. Which makes you then look like you made the entire thing up. Instead of this is what happened. It might be boring to you, but to us it was terrifying. Right. And this is what happened, and we can't explain it. Um, And it looks bad. So is it more believable, do you think, when stuff like this happens and they don't capitalize on it? Are you more likely to believe them? I think that it's all in how you respond to it. It's hard to say, but good examples if you're watching YouTube videos and supposedly these ghost videos, it's how the people respond to it. Isn't it? I mean, isn't that your first thing you jump to? It is for me. Like, oh, okay, so you see a little creepy grudge bitch outside your door. You're going to open the door, look at it. You're going to close the door while you're still... Because you just happen to have a camera going. And then you're going to record it, but then you're going to open the door back up. Now the bitch is up and she's closer to the door. And then you're going to close it again. And then you're going to open it again. And then you're going to close it again so she can knock on it. That's not what a person would do. Mm-mm. I don't think... Like, <laughs> if it was me... Oh, shit. What the fuck's that? Right. What? Yeah, Hit the lights. Don't- Hit the lights. The haunted stuff that I believe on YouTube, because we have watched it, because it's funny. Some of it's funny. But the ones I actually believe are the one urban explorer guy. I can't think of his name. What's his name? Uh, Bell. Yeah, the, the Bell guy. He doesn't go out looking for paranormal stuff. He doesn't go out looking for the weird crap. And it doesn't always happen when he goes. But there are times that it happens. And I, I'm a, I believe it a little bit because... He doesn't react to it on camera. like Dan he, Bell. Dan Bell, yeah. He never reacts to it on camera. No. It's usually afterwards that he's editing it that he finds it. And then sometimes, even after he's edited it and put it out, he didn't catch it, but people that are watching it have. Now, I, I sometimes do. I think people do that on purpose, too. They know it's there. They're just not going to point it out. They're going to let you point it out to make you think that they didn't see it. Well, see, his, though, I, I'm a little more inclined to believe him because... It's only happened a couple of times with his stuff. Unlike some of these, like the Randonautica things that we've seen. That's bullshit. Well, and, and the thing, too, I get it that the that these ghost hunting shows and that... It's clickbait. And that YouTube and all that. A lot of it is under entertainment. Oh, yeah. So they're not claiming that it's... It's true. Particularly real. <clears throat> but if your thing is that... That you are truly entertainment and that this isn't meant to be real, then you need to say that. You need to say, look, guys, this is not real. Like the one guy we watch is like, it, I'm leaving it to you to believe if it's real or not. Right. I they mean, never actually say whether or not that it's true or that they believe it. They're like, it, we're leaving it to you to decide. Right. And honestly, like I said, 95% is, is probably not real. But I look at reactions and how people react. You know, and... If you're truly a professional ghost hunter and you have that type of evidence in front of you, you're not going to run from you're it. You're not, yeah, yeah. It you're going to say, how can I get this to... Fu- I missed this. How can I get this to, to happen fucking- again? Yes, because that's science, right? Right. If you can reproduce it and measure it, it's scientific. Right. No, I'm not saying everything can be explained by science because it can't, but you should t- attempt to do that. Right. Right. And say, this is what I did to try to, you know, I took the pictures, I, I got the video, this is what I've done. But it seems like these people don't. They just want you to take their word for it. 
and yeah, it really happened. Um, or they run away. Or they I run mean, away, and why you, run away? You're you're there to catch the stuff, so why scream, act surprised, and run away? We've seen one ghost hunting show where they went to a haunted prison and they run from the ghost. Well, why are you there then? Why are you running? Right. It just it doesn't make sense. The, you won't always get an opportunity. I would love the opportunity to go through a haunted prison at night. That would be fucking awesome. Mansfield. Something that hasn't been touched by anybody to, to make it seem haunted. Something that is, is, is a, a true specimen. And, well, and that then, wouldn't be Mansfield. Then. And then go through it yourself uh-huh. and collect your own evidence. I'm not going to run from it. I'm not saying I wouldn't be freaked out or scared of certain right. things. I'm sure I but would. You're but there I'm there. That. That's what I'm there right. for. So, God damn it, I'm going to get it. Yeah. If that's if it's happening, and then afterwards, I'll shit my pants. But if it's not happening, then I'll have no problems coming out saying I spent this time here and not one fucking thing happened. Right. It's a waste of time, but it's good to know that we can debunk it. Right. That also leads to places that are haunted. They don't act on command. So. And why would you, they? You may be there for a certain amount of time, and nothing happens. That still doesn't mean it's not haunted. But that that also doesn't mean that if you don't come back at a later mm-hmm. date. We don't know how ghosts work. Right. Maybe they go from dimension to dimension to dimension, <clears throat> and they're not always available when you When you're want. there. Right. Yeah. So, it's, again, it didn't really answer any questions except for who we think are frauds and, you know. Well, in this one, you know, it, I, I'm going to come back to this. And this, the same thing with George Lutz. If it really happened... And it's true. Your story is not going to change. You're not going to have different answers for the same question. No matter how the question is asked, it's the same question. So it's going to have the same answer. It's, the answer is always going to be the same. It's not going to be a different answer to suit the que- person that's asking the question or when the question's asked. And they couldn't keep their story straight. No, and it really, honestly, like you said, it doesn't matter how how they ask it, who they ask, when they ask, how often they ask. The answer should always be the same, or at least close to the same. Right. Because, I, mean, I mean, over years, you're going to forget tiny details. But if this really happened to the point where you were that traumatized, like if you're being raped nightly... That story is not going to change. And you're not going to forget a running butt rape. Exactly. Like, remember that time that goblin fucked you in the butt like that? But it's kind of right. it's kind of suspicious to me. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Maybe the odds are they had some crap happen because you're living in a funeral home. Right. And if Lorraine is to be believed, and they did some stuff to them bodies, there's more than likely some bad juju in that house. Or she could have just been guessing. <clears throat> or she could have just been. That's why I'm saying if she's to be believed. It's just yeah. it, on where you fall on that scale. Right. And, and I'm, not a, I'm not a hater of, of the Warrens. I'm not. We haven't in, investigated what they've done fully. But I think there's some questionable things. Right. Um, I think there's some things that really lead to him being more of a, a carnival sideshow ringleader as opposed to yeah, a scientist the, or and, someone who wants to help people. And not the nice, sweet guy you're seeing in the movies. Right. I wish that's who he was. Right. She, I think, is kind of the, the sweet woman that you see and Maybe. that we have seen in different shows. Maybe. But we don't know. Did you know But my thing with these is it is kind of weird that they're always in the um, highly publicized stories. Right. 
Um, the only one that we had never heard of them being associated with was the parent family. And you knew nothing about that until the movie. And the parent family didn't capitalize on that when it happened. And they actually gave the, them permission to release the story to do the movie. And after they were grown, the kids, they then, a couple of them, I think, wrote a book. But they didn't try to make money on it as it was happening and after it happening. This is years later. So that's what makes me believe them a little bit more. Yeah. Because there are some aspects of what happened that none of them will talk about. Yeah, and they were really in kind of financial peril. At the time um, of all this happening. Right, so they could have used them. <clears throat> right, because they were stuck in that house for, what, 10 years? Because yeah. they couldn't leave. Right. And, and that, again, look at Amityville and say, well, they just up and left. Well, because they thought there was going to be a payday. Right, but uh, they outright bought that house. Right. The parent family was like, we don't have any place to go. They didn't have any place to go. They we're going to have to make this work. <clears throat> and that house was bigger than Amityville. That was like a 10-bedroom house, wasn't it? Yeah, it was... And by all accounts, spooky as shit. And I think, isn't that the house that the people that own it now actually have people come in and stay? They, like, promote it as a haunted house. Mm -hmm. Like, they're actually making money on it, but they're not adding to what has already been out there. They're like, you can come and stay in the house and you can decide for yourself. Right. And that, shouldn't that be the way? That should be the way. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't begrudge them a bit, a bit making money on that. Yeah. Because, and, and if George and Kathy were smart, that's what they would have done. Look, we've got this house. Fix it. Because they had extra bedrooms. They could have ran it as a bed and breakfast. Hey, this is the murder house. It's haunted. Come stay. See what you think. Yeah. And that way you're not hurting anybody. <clears throat> you're not putting out stories that may benefit a killer. Right. You know. And you're not traumatizing your kids by saying, hey, kids, tell everybody you're getting raped at night by ghosts. Yeah. I mean, in if, the butt while you're running. Right. And if that did not happen and you have your kids saying that, what is wrong with you? But anyway, that's enough of them. God, it's disappointing that. I mean, it, you're on the fence again with this one. It could have happened to a degree. It's just disappointing. But I don't think it's as exaggerated as they said. Because what makes it fishy is didn't happen until they were about to be evicted. It's, it's disappointing. So. But I think that the bright side of that is, is that you can look at stuff and break it down and decide for yourself what makes sense. You know? Yeah, what you believe and what you don't. And, it, and always the, the things that make, I don't know, I've always thought the best arguments are made by people with different points of views. It's okay to not have the same point of view. And that way you can kind of get to what the truth right. is. And like I said before, you've got two stories and somewhere in between is the truth. Usually. Okay, well come join us again. Um, Next week is serial killers. I don't want to say which one we're doing first because right. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it'll be. I a think surprise. all of them are kind of good ones. Some of them you, everybody's heard of. Some of them maybe not. It'll be a surprise. So, enjoy your week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.